Hi, I'm Marco Sparks. And I'm Benjamin Light. And this is Bros Watch Payload 2. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone. We made it. Dragging our bodies across the finish line. So much energy. It has been a fucking week, man. And then I got to yeah. deal with this fucking show. Yeah. Well, S1E10 Final Girls, a completely unearned title. And also kind of dumb because usually there's a final girl, singular, not plural. Like if you have five main characters in your show and they're all finer girls, or is it really a horror movie? I think you could argue that Tabby and Imogen are the final girls. I mean, whether that makes it better or not, whatever. I would argue that the show is even positive in that. But I just wanted to point out it's been a rough week and this is your reward. Yes, yes, this is indeed my reward, uh, motherfucker. Anyways, um, this episode written by the showrunners, Roberto Aguirre, Sacasa, and Lindsay Callahan Bring, and this other guy, what's his name, like Grassy or something? I don't even look at it anymore. Um, Let me guess, this guy also wrote for Chaos and Michael Riverdale? Grassy, yeah, he's he's been on another episode. Michael he wrote, wrote. Grassy. Yeah. Uh, directed by Lisa Soper again. She did the pilot. Whatever. Before we get into the episode itself, let's talk about some happier news. Yeah. Our books are finally live. Mm. Our babies. It, uh, it was just a real fucking pain in the ass there to wake up the day of the launch and find out that Amazon's like, wait a minute, some of this stuff is upside down. We don't want to print that. And I'm like, no, you fucking morons. It's supposed to be that way. You already approved this and sent it proof copies i just like don't fuck up now and they're just like but it's upside down i'm like it's supposed to be that way and they're just back and forth back and forth uh so fuck them fuck jeff bezos your rings of power show sucks um everything is available now you can still get paperback and hardcover printed correctly it's just being printed by somebody else and sold through amazon um so sorry we couldn't have that day of launch that's what i get for trusting amazon to not suck Mm mm-hmm you That's can also buy it through like Barnes and Noble or other booksellers. Um, so it's all fine now. It just took a whole five days of intense stress. You should buy them all folks. Mm-hmm. That was, that was really wonderful to, I, I stupidly, I don't know why I didn't think of this, but I was like, like this book's coming out at the end of the month. My work contract ends at the end of the month. I have a long vacation coming up. I'm like, let me get my booster shot right before it. That'll be perfect timing. Then I'll be all boosted up for my vacation. Mm-hmm. Completely forgetting that like the second day of my booster shot always fucking hammers me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like fucking just dead, tired, fatigued, cold sweat, chills, dealing with this fucking publishing shit all day on Thursday. That was miserable. That was, what a wonderful launch day just to be completely yeah. miserable the whole day. Fuck yeah. <sighs> there we are. It. Trouble Takes a Holiday, book three in the Trouble Girl Detective Mystery Series. It's available now on ebook. You can get it in the Kindle. You can go through like the Barnes and Noble. I don't even know if they call it Nook anymore, but they, they sell Nook. ebooks. Yeah. Well, the, the, the Nook was their thing. I'm not sure, really sure if they're really doing that anymore. Um, but get they still this book in your Nook. <laughs> you can get through Kobu. Kobu Apple books. What is that? Uh, somebody always requests Kobu. So God there bless it is. you. It's another You're a reader. Provider. Cool. Uh, you can also order the paperback or hardcover versions through Amazon or Bones, Barnes & Noble or other places that sell books. Uh, it's all it's all out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hope you everyone need one, enjoys it. 
You need one for you. You need one for your partner. You need one for your friends. Holidays are coming. Everyone, up. you owe money to. Buy one yeah. for your local library. Give one to the homeless. Go to your library and like make them buy it because like they'll make do them. it. Somebody did that once. They like went to a library in San Jose and were like, "You should get this book." And there were like seven copies. I was like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> do that some more." If you can, you Amazon Prime it um, through Ingram Spark through Amazon. Um, you mean like shipping wise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, ironically, Amazon, you fucking idiots. Um, they didn't. They they don't do Prime shipping on the hardcovers for some reason, but hmm. they will through the Ingram Spark version. So, yes, you can get used Prime shipping on these. So, um, if you're in California, a, like it still has to be printed by the other company before it ships. But yeah, you can use Prime shipping. If you if you're in California, your library probably belongs to something called Zip Books, paid through the California State Library. They will order your book and it'll get mailed right to you. You'll have it for weeks before you have to return it to your library. Yeah, game the system, man. Yeah. Got to get this out there. Got to build up the IP hype for Trouble so mm-hmm. that Trouble mm-hmm. can be a TV show instead of this awful show. Because mm-hmm. they only make shows with existing IP and then hire complete hacks to write. So, you know, we could be those hacks. We could be hacks. Anyway, we can talk more about Trouble at the end, I suppose. Um, yeah. Should on. we mention the contest a little, I guess? Yeah, let's talk about this contest. So, I feel like I was drinking last time, so what are we doing? Yeah, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> send us a picture of the book, an ebook or paperback or hardcover form. I mean, we'll, we'll run this for a few weeks because it might take a while for some of those to ship out. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Send us a photo through Twitter, or Instagram, or, or email, broswatchpl2 at Gmail. Uh, if you leave a review, that'll get you kind of like an extra ticket in the raffle, so to speak. So definitely let us know if you've left a review as well. Um, maybe send us a picture of the review too yeah yeah just to let us know um and we'll have a drawing the winner can join us on this pod we'll we'll do a a one episode on the movie do or was it do revenge i was gonna say do Do revenge do trouble trouble. Uh, that's an in-universe gross parody that jenny's gonna shut down (laughs) (laughs) lawyers yeah do revenge uh my rafiko's in that among other people my hawk Little mini all the Mayas. German. yeah. All the Mayas you need. Um, and and then maybe we might we might take a few other uh, you know tickets from the raffle as well. Maybe you could join us for like a commentary PLL episode or do a headcanon episode on a movie. Something you know your choice. I I don't I mean I don't want to do it every week. I don't want to do it like a ton. I would happily do a couple commentaries spread out over a while just to just to get this fucking taste out of my mouth. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. I really just want to drink in some real PLL. <laughs> God damn. Or bleach. Yeah. All right. We'll talk a little bit more about Trouble at the end, I suppose. Or but, we'll just break out in the middle and start talking about Trouble. Yeah. Or have you watched Andor yet? No, not yet. See, I, I, I need you to like keep up on these pop culture shows so I can talk. Do you just want to talk about Andor instead of, instead of Original <laughs> Sin? Mm-hmm. I can pretend. That's Skarsgård, man. It's doing it for me. Luthen. That's his character's that his name? name, Luthen. Oh, that's nice. Imagine if he was in this show. You know, he'll do a lot, but he won't do this show. <laughs> Literally, any role would be better if Stellan Skarsgård. Imagine What's him up? I'm Mouse. Principal Clanton. I was going to say that at first, but I was like, I don't know how spoiler want to be here, but I was like, what if, what if he just yeah, played Mouse? Spoiling, whatever. Yeah. You've had like two months to watch this stupid show. This... This whole episode, T to B, top to bottom, bullshit. 
I it's, fucking hated it. I I can't I, say this is the worst episode of the season because it wasn't that long. Like I feel like it was like a, maybe a little bit on the shorter side, so I'll give it that. But uh, uh, mystery wise, this is like malpractice. Okay, is, okay, you okay. should get kicked out of the mystery club. You were falsely this. equating quantity with quality. The quality of this bullshit. No, I, I'm not saying it's any better. I'm just saying at least it was shorter. There's a moment where Tabby, who is the closest thing you have to Spencer in the show, is just like, "Well, what about the sheriff? He's like the real villain here." Mm. And then the the, the our, our Uber pleatherface is just like, "Eh," and I was like, "Fuck this." Fuck this. I don't want to do that. I was like, I almost texted you. I was like, I, I can't do this. And I tweeted today. And of course, the one young person who always tweets at me then that I should shut up and stop hate watching. Oh, in your fucking face. Yeah. Oh. But it's every time. It's mm-hmm. this just this one person who's just like, <laughs> I'm so tired of this uh, original Sin Slander. I get mean, used to it. It's probably Roberto. <laughs> as, get used to it then, as long as this show exists. <laughs> The Waters House, December 31st, 1999. The A in Waters is red. 10.45 p.m. Mm-hmm. Flashback. Tense music playing. This is like, like or it says 1999. Are we sure it's like 1952? Yeah. Like this, like, I can't believe you're dressed that way. No wonder you got raped. Like this, like, evil mom, like, you know, right out of Carrie type character. You invited it. It's just, God, like. I feel like Roberto operates in this world where like the society he's portraying is like from the fifties, even though it's like the year 1999, you know what I mean? Like, like he does this in a lot of his shows. I feel like we're, this is all Riverdale. Yeah. 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 But, but folks, when they say make America great again, like this is what they're talking about. This is the time period they're referring to. They're referring explicitly to the 50s. Is that what you want? Is this what you want? This is what you want. Nobody wants this. Nobody wants this. So it's New Year's Eve. Angela is wearing, I don't know, like a peach dress. You know, it's kind of like low cut or whatever. And then mom's just like, um, it's all your fault. And she's like, no, don't blame me. You know, what's bad about wanting to go to a party with my friends? Like your friends. They invited me and she shows like the flyer or whatever. And she has to like basically fight her way out of the house. And when she looks back, like she goes from like her mascara is perfect to like, she like runs to the door, you know, her mom tries to grab her. She gets away and like stops at the door. Suddenly her mascara is like completely like crow makeup. That was a little fast to completely change the look there. This girl's practiced with her tears. Um, Let me ask you this. It's it's I, I hate to say I wrote in my notes here. When she's like, my friends, they want me to go. And I was like, no, they don't. No, they don't. I don't it, even have the, I don't even know the denouement, but they don't want you to go. It's 1045. Yeah. Obviously, she gets it right for midnight. Are we to interpret that like something else happened in the meantime? Like, I don't know if this is just bad writing or if they're like setting up some sort of dangling mystery. Um, I've seen people online speculate that like, well, some there must be some other mystery that's yet to be solved. And it's like. First of all, who cares? You know, yeah. like there's the story's kind of dumb. Like, do, do Why would we you really need to go back and be like, actually, at like 1120, this other thing happened to her. So here's season two's mystery, you know. You know what? When I when I take a gnarly, gnarly shit, mm-hmm. that's painful and hurts. Sure. I don't think like, surely there must be more. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> hope for that. <laughs> it's a great metaphor. Uh, and then it's present. But day. yeah, so hour and 15 minutes. Where is this rave warehouse? Is this like on the outskirts of Didn't town? Did you have to take is a bus to get away? there? 
Is the bus system that slow? I mean, I mean it's a maybe. TV show. Buses never take that long in TV shows. But, you know, I mean, I've, I read or the bus in college. Like, you get there, you just miss the last one. The next one's in like 20 minutes or something. And they got to make a lot of stops. I mean, it, you know, it could just take a while. Mm. Yeah, so present day. Uh, Farron comes home in a panic. Um, she takes a breath and then looks over and sees uh, Zeke and Corey are just like sitting at the kitchen table drinking coffee. Because remember her dad had gotten pulled over for driving while black. Uh, and Farron runs over and excited to see her dad. And she's just like, Daddy, what happened? And he's like, your mother happened. And I just, she's like, Jesus. Um, yeah, it's, he- it's, it's like a quasi romance vibe. Also, like, there's like white light flooding in through the windows, even though I think it's supposed to be nighttime. I'm not really sure. Maybe, maybe it's daytime. I don't know. So she would come from Kelly's house, right? I guess so. Maybe it's daytime. It's just <sighs> incredibly dark inside. Um, I I thought of another thing that bothered me about the the Zeke DWB situation last week is that like that's like a real thing that happens to dudes Um, and it's it's not because their daughter threatened the sheriff I mean it's just racial profiling it's like it's it's not like the Scooby-Doo thing where it's like actually this is only an issue because you threatened to blackmail the sheriff because he's diddling little boys well, I guess I guess the show is saying little column A, little column B. Yeah, whatever. I still hate it. So these jokers even pressing charges. Corey says, uh, "Farron asks if Sharon Beasley is the one who arrested him." Zeke says, "No, it's one of his deputies." And the whole thing felt like a warning. And Farron's like, oh, "Felt like no. a warning to be honest." And she's like, "I could say something, but I won't." Yeah, she's like, "Just do you think maybe it's because I threatened the sheriff? Maybe that would be good, useful information for you to know." I yeah. What was the uh, oh god? What how did they word it? The hand the 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 mouth G, not even the hand G. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. What 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 how, how did Noah word what the sheriff did? Oh, the, the blowy, the blowy. Thank you. <laughs> this is what I would that that one's burned into my mind. <laughs> this is what I would tell my parents about the blowy. Mm-hmm. Unless you're my mother, a lawyer. Mom, Dad, it's time I told you about the blowy. <laughs> That's like never mind. I want to go get arrested. I don't want to hear this. Corey's like, is that what we're calling Henry now? <laughs> uh, so at the Orpheum, Tabby, not her work uniform, is visiting Wes. Why is she visiting Wes? Why are we still dealing with this guy? She's asking about Chip, who's up in the booth. Um, there's no way this kid is running the projector. That's a union job, or was. I don't know if I mean, it is anymore. In theory, in theory, I could see him running it. But if they even have a booth and they're not just doing digital, you know? But yeah. Yeah, but I no. There's if it's real, like, reels it's no um in the so industry we call them cigarette burns yeah yeah thank you thank you tyler jordan uh tabby's asking about their summer series and the night they show jaws and jaws 2 Oof. what a what a brilliant combination he says that they were <laughs> i know like there's just minor things on the show you're like wow jaws and jaws 2 okay oh uh, he says that they were slammed and that he remembers that she and chip bailed on him which would you i mean you can remember this night from six months ago. This why season. do you? Well, you can you can remember it. Why do you still employ these people? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They bailed on you on the busiest night of the summer. Uh, but of course, she's like, "Wait, Chip and I bailed? Like, I mean, I went to a party. Where did Chip go?" And he's like, "I don't know. I assume the same." Are you okay, Tabs? She's like, "Yeah, I'm fine. You know, I need you to close up tonight. Or no, Chip's going to close up tonight because he's going to Pittsburgh for Romero Fest and he does this Ugh. like weird little dance thing. He's the well, biggest fucking he's a dork. dork. Yeah, he's a which dork. this is. This is when I was like, you can't even, the show can't even pretend to red herring this guy anymore. Yeah. He's such a fucking dork. 
Tavi's like, hmm. So she gets a text from Farron, so they all have to meet now. Also, there's a crazy amount of Christmas lights all over this movie theater. Mm-hmm. There's an orgy Christmas. of Christmas lights. Not a single Christmas carol. No. Do you want that? Do you want to see where they all sing Christmas just, carols? If you, if you want me to feel the Christmas vibes, I need to hear some Christmas music. That's all I'm saying. I'm kind of surprised that no one's wearing like the Emily, this girl loves Christmas shirt. This girl loves Christmas, yeah. Yeah, so Junk Ball Pizza, the sinners and their Can usual Can I ask you a question? Why do you yeah. call it Junk Ball Pizza? Because I said it wrong the first time and it's just okay. stuck. And it looks like a place where you would do a lot of junk. Is Junk Ball, is that like um, like an eight ball, but like there's some junk I assume in it? I, it's, I assume it's in the heroin mm-hmm. family. This seems this seems like a train spotting pizza place to me, quite <laughs> frankly. So, Scotland, yeah, exactly. In the so, old, <laughs> for, for real, you're gonna tell me this bathroom is anything that I know about? Um, yeah, since there's an unusual booth, they've just heard the story. Noah's reflecting on the fact that the sheriff Beasley is the one who raped Angela. Imogen can't not be the center of attention, so she's like, "By the way, he I've learned this sheriff dated in high school." Yeah. And speaking of my mom, since someone brought up my mom, whoever that was, someone dug up her fucking body. Maybe I should have led with that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, and she's like, maybe it was Sheriff Beasley. And like, why would you think that? He's the one who called you and told you Seriously. about it. Well, and show you fucking showed us him at the grave with yeah. no body in his arm. So like, why would you even have It's this? just because he's our new A red herring, basically, you know? Yeah. So even though, wonders, like, I feel like if you're paying any attention at all at this point in the show where you're like, clearly A is going after the rapists and bullies and isn't mm-hmm. one of them, you know, like, I, I feel like you should have caught on to that by now. Also, I just don't think the guy who would get a blowy is like putting on that dumbass outfit. Yeah, he's he's the policeman. He does his abuse with his yeah, uniform. Yeah, yeah, he says behind the badge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she ponders if he's Pleatherface. Farron thinks she should, he should remain a suspect. And Noah's like, well, wait, I thought Crazy Joe was Pleatherface because the show show's convoluted. Hey, remember Crazy Joe? What was his deal? Why was he at that house? I I guess he was feeding Archie. Was he? I don't know. Archie's a grown man. Like it's it's what it is, is it's a pothole. There's really like, no reason like to make him look that suspicious for nothing and then have him kill himself. Like it doesn't I really f- add up. Feel like with one dumbass throwaway line of dialogue, they're 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 leading the supposition that Archie is so disfigured that he's noticeable without the mask. So, uh, you've said Archie twice and we haven't both vomited. Yeah. Sorry. What, how fucking stupid. We'll get to it, but it's so dumb. Yeah. All right. So uh, they think uh he should Beasley should remain a suspect. And Noah, speaking for the audience, is like, I thought it was a train car guy. Like, I'm sorry. I thought the show was over. Why am I still here? No, no. She's like, I'm much more worried about my my boyfriend doing pills. Mm-hmm. Tabby says there's a real connection if the sheriff dated Davy, because the teen moms have had to have known. So Noah suggests that they try again with the moms, but they split up to, so they won't see it coming. And Imogen's like, truth time. And Tabby says, take two. And then I said, this is dumb. Yeah. So it's more, you know, interrogation with her mom. How could you not tell us that my mom dated Sheriff Beasley? <laughs> Sharon Leal's just like, your mom's kind of a hoe, girl. I don't know how to tell you. She had a lot of boyfriends. Your mom had a lot of boyfriends. We all did. Mm-hmm. We were popular. <laughs> <laughs> the way she says it is kind of funny. Elodie's <laughs> telling Mouse, Davy only dated Tom Beasley for a few weeks. Fall of senior year. Is that true? Because, I mean, we'll you know, we'll get some revisions to this later. But 
I don't know if it's necessarily not true. I guess he was in the yearbook photos. Sure. The yearbook, which I guess Imogen just didn't look at the full yearbook. No, she's looking at all this stuff for handwriting clues, but just never noticed these pictures of her mom and the sheriff. <laughs> turning past crucial page, turning mm-hmm. past crucial page. Yeah. Noah confronts her mom, asks her mom if she knew that Tom Beasley was the one who raped Angela. And Marjorie's like, that was just a rumor. That was never confirmed. Which, also, I was uh, high as balls. Oh, uh, well, yeah. You know what? I would have actually preferred if Marjorie was like, man, I was so stoned. Well, you know, they, they had the thing where she gets busted smoking. Shouldn't that have been weed, like a joint or something? Mm-hmm. Like, just if we're doing the whole, like, oh, your mom's on a path to drug use. Like, it, I feel like it, I mean, it's a cliche, but it would have made more sense if it was a joint, you know? Not exactly a gateway drug, but yeah. 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 And also, like, I feel like maybe your janitor's a little more strict if it's a joint instead of a right. cigarette, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, not to not to rehash like a Dewey Cox scene, but <laughs> like, get out of here, Dewey. You don't want none. It's not addictive. Yeah. Um, so Farron and Corey and Farron asks her mom if it's true that Tom Beasley raped Angela. And Corey's like, well, that's what Angela said. And Davey like broke up with Tom like right after she heard the rumors. Farron wants to go to the authorities. Corey points out that it was a crime that happened 20 years ago. There's no evidence. She suggests that the sinners quit while they're ahead and still in one piece. And then Farron gets a text from Kelly asking if they can meet up. Yeah, I'm so tired. It's, yeah, it's nighttime. They're at the swings. Farron and Kelly, BFFs, all of a sudden because the show decided so. Um, my dad's fucking spiraling, Kelly's saying. He knows what mama said to you, to both of us. Like, like Kelly, you're what, 16? You got to stop saying mama. Like, it's weird. Well, who who's the who's the mama girl? Is it Kelly or is it Angela? I, I, I mean, they're both mama girls, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You got to so, watch out for those mama girls. Stick to the lakes and the rivers and the horse girls that you used to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Farron says that it's time that Kelly knew the truth, you know, that they there's a crazy mass killer terrorizing her and the girls. Also, dad, Kelly's not allowed to go back to school, she says, until after Christmas break, so she can't cause any more trouble. <laughs> All out from you, Mallory Bechtel. Yeah, Mallory Bechtel, I just want to swoop in here and rescue you from this <laughs> show. Like, I just want to rip a hole through, like, the non-existent I, celluloid. I want to like, rescue... Come with us! I want to rescue Mallory Bechtel, um, I can't think of... Chandler, Kenny... Yeah. And uh, my Rafiko. And sorry about the rest of you guys. Maybe Zeke can come too, you know. <laughs> of all the actors yeah. we took. Zeke, the guy who plays Zeke is like, wait, are, are you serious? You want me too? We're like, yeah, come on, Zeke. All right. <laughs> oh, what about Ash? I mean, sure, whatever. He's, he's James Dean cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he's yeah, somehow so... not breaking up with Mouse. Seriously, what the hell? What the fuck? Oh my god! When we get to the Christmas party, the mouse stuff. Oh my god! Is, is I, I almost just turned off the episode bananas. then. And just be like, I don't need to know the rest of what happens. I made it. Oh, part of. it's Chiquita bananas. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, her dad might at least be partly responsible for Karen's murder, if not fully. That's what happened to Tyler. It wasn't Henry who chased Kelly in the school. It's Pleatherface. Farron says it was Pleatherface who pushed Karen off the raptors. Kayla, None of them if, are if like, we could, if hey, we could trademark Imogen, Pleatherface for you. Imogen literally saw this guy push. You know, like, I don't know why nobody brings that up. Yeah. They're just like, oh, she was pushed. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, because Pleatherface is avenging the death of Angela Waters and all the people who hurt her. So Farron makes a plan to get Kelly and her mom out of that house. And well, I feel like make this is doing night. a good job of reminding us, like, wait, why did A kill uh, Karen? 
because she was a bully. Like, I don't know. It just seems like a little bit outsized. And and also, like, they're like, oh, this guy's been harassing us. It's like, has he been, though? Has he really been harassing you that much? Wait, which barely one? Done, uh, hey, yeah, he's barely done anything to you guys. He, like, is, chased around oh. Noah, like, one time. And, like, is sent this a few not texts. the one episode where an actual text is signed A, but just one text? One text, not all the texts, just yeah. the one. So Tabby's house, Tabby's told Imogen her suspicions about Chip. Imogen's horrified since he's one of Tabby's best friends and, you know, they were involved. And Tabby's like, I know it's circumstantial, but I can't shake it. Uh, so Imogen's like, well, here's a here's a plan. I didn't have my underwear when I woke up that night on the beach. So if Chip kept my underwear as a souvenir, which is, I, I don't. I don't want to see this. This is just like this show's obsessed with like, let's have a scene where the girls do like a montage of like, you know, some task. And we have like an old like alt rock song playing. It's like it just loves doing these scenes. It does like several of them in this episode alone. But I mean, like you completely not that it's a drama that I wanted, but like you set up all this drama that we're going to get the heartbreak of Imogen finding out mm-hmm. about this guy. And then you just sidestep it. It's like somewhere yeah. in the writing of this episode, you're like, ooh, this is problematic. What yeah. if we undercut it like we undercut everything? Mm-hmm. Those are cowards. Uh, so they go knock on the door. Chip's mom answers. They know Chip is at the Orpheum. And so they're, she's like, oh, sorry, Chip's working at the movie theater. Oh, shoot. We wanted to hang out. Oh, but while we're here, I need to borrow his super eight. <laughs> Whatever. Nope. For my nope. short. Nope. She's like, oh, come on in. I won't watch you. You girls go do what you want in his bedroom on your own. So, like, some sort of, like, kind of, you know, like, I don't know, right girl, like, alt-rock starts playing. And it's, like, montage time. And it's, like, it's like kind of this weird peppy, like, heck yeah, like, girls doing girl boss shit. But, like, they're looking for evidence of their rapist. I don't know. It's a little bit incongruous, in my opinion. Then they're finding in this dorks film collection... Like his hardcore rapey horror movies, his well, I Spit in Your Grave. He has like his, his secret stash of like problematic horror movies or whatever, it's, which is kind of dumb. Yeah, but not irreversible. Come on, Chip. Mm-hmm. Um, Tabby's sure. So, so they, they don't find they any underwear or anything, but it's like, hey, are you really sure about this? And it's like, well, he was at both these locations, so it must be him. Like, I really didn't like this next scene. Because of that, and also because they're like, we really need to know your motivation. And I'm like, I don't, I don't need like the talking rapist scene, you know, like the talking no, killer, no, like no. where you have to like hear him justify. Like, I just, I don't want to hear that. Like, fuck this guy. Well, and and they use, and like, they're not like some... recording it or anything else. At least no, like, why maybe are they recording it? Yeah, like, like maybe this is justified because they they've got a secret tape recorder and they're gonna take this police. But like, no, they're not. It's like it, I... it actually is just for them or something. Like, what are you doing? I kept waiting for Tabby to be like, Chip, you stupid bitch. Like, I set up hidden cameras in this yeah, lobby yeah. like four months ago for my safety or whatever. I'm, I'm using uh, Wes's like red Komodo or whatever, you know, to film this yeah. thing. Yeah, his $6,000 camera mm-hmm. that they film Netflix shows on. But like, at the same time, I, I lost my train of thought. I'm so I'm so fucking furious with this fucking show. They use a lot of tactics that like are SVU slash like normal police where it's mm-hmm. like they're not required to tell the truth. like. The whole, the whole, like, oh, we we want to move on, so we just want to know your reasoning, and then like all is forgiven. I, I, I hate this, and I hate his reasoning, and I hate that it gets no, a, I gets don't, a voice. I don't need to hear like, oh man, if only we could understand this rapist motivation. No. You know, like what the fuck? No one, 
who in the writer's room is just like, I really think we should give the incels a voice. Yeah. Uh, Do we even so, want to talk about this scene? Not really. No, I just, I like, yeah, he, he says it's him because he got rejected or whatever. And, you know, was, and then there was Imogen just there. So he's like, oh, I guess I'll rape you too or whatever, you know? But yeah, <sighs> like there's no justifying it. So what, I don't know. Just pop this guy the, over the head immediately and take him to the cops. Yeah, really. The Imogen note of here that's interesting uh, that she has to hit him for the show is just like when he's like, oh, my God, you lied to me about this getting closure. And she's like, well, this year has made us very good liars. I wrote. Nope, 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 nope. nope, nope. The, the one part of the scene that I like is when Tabby gets to address him and say, like, this is how this, this fucked me up. This is, you know, made me like afraid and, you know, not, you know, I don't feel safe and all like I wish I could airlift that part of it out mm-hmm. of the rest of the scene, which is just kind of dumb. Um, cause I feel like that was like the, the, the emotional heart of the scene. I want that. I don't want the, the Scooby-Doo aspect of it at all. Like, why can't she just confront him? You know? So, so one of my questions for you at the end of this is of the five sinners, who has the most successful solo storyline? And I have two answers. I mean, I, I and one of them is Tabby. It's Tabby, I guess. I mean, I, I, you could make an argument for Imogen, but I'm not really a huge fan of it. I, I actually... I actually like based on this scene and who takes the lead here. I'm kind of like, you really don't need Imogen at all in this show. No, you, I mean, she's kind of just like, she's got the dead mom. And so she's constantly like, guys, we need to investigate A's connection to Angela waters and my mom. Like that's all she does on the show. Kind of like all of her other plot lines could be carried by these other characters. Yeah, really? I mean, like you could definitely get rid of mouse, but you could get rid of Imogen. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyway, so then then fucking Pleatherface shows up as Chip takes off running and uh oh Chip sees him and it's like fuck that and runs off and Imogen's like trying to reason with Pleatherface and she's just like, Yeah, th- hey Mongo, like this hey, asshole that, fucking hurt th- us. He's he's the rapist. Go go do your A shit on him. No. And it's just like rah rah rah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he like Michael Meyer of Frankenstein mm-hmm. walks after him. And it's like I thought, well, what if I just turned off the episode right there? Yeah. The end. Happy I ending. Think it, it just kind of like cuts away, right? So we don't even see like a real chase or anything. Yeah, no, we have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next day at the cafeteria, Tabby and Imogen again are on one side of the, of the table having briefed the others because the other three are barely characters in the eyes well, of this show. They seem to have led off with like, hey, so it was totally Chip. He confessed to raping us both. And then they're mm-hmm. like, wow, where's Chip now? You know, and they're like, oh, yeah, right. We haven't mentioned, but A showed up and he chased after Chip. So that might be important for you guys to know, too. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, wait, what? (laughs) Well, Farron's just like, good. I hope A caught his ass. Mm -hmm. Whatever. So they mentioned that they told Pleatherface that Sheriff Beasley raped Angela. Farron mentions that she talked to Kelly and reports that she's on lockdown. And then Pleatherface texts them and says, your final round's about to begin. You broke our rule. Which I guess is Farron concludes is because she told Kelly or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which again, we got back into the legalese of episode two or whatever it was, where it's like, you're all going to die, but like, I guess the competition is to see which of you would die last. Yeah. And then immediately there's um, like the intercom comes on and it's Principal Clanton saying, like, hello, students. We just realized there's like lead paint in the schools so school's closed till after your school you know the christmas break and so i i assume we're saying that they, they mentioned something like oh maybe a's bugging us like that the principal has like the lunchroom bugged and like well, the the library bugged that. or whatever 
Yeah, it's not even that. Mouse just just like, how does A always know that, that when we're talking? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I thought your your primary personality trait was computers, Mouse. Yeah, you don't have get like there a, a little, little quicker, like, little like microphone finder thing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, really. Maybe the next time Kayla Rivers stops in the town for some fucking pills, he can drop off some burners for these kids. It's just a delight. They can arrange like a, a giant uh, ass glass like of a wine. three way trade. Oh yeah, you like my big glass of wine? I'm so yeah. You, you got a you got a real PLO wine mom glass mm-hmm. going on there. Yeah, like a three way trade. Like Marjorie can give the pills to Caleb. Caleb, I don't know. I don't know how Mouse. You know, we need we need another component in that trade there for for him to give the the technical knowledge to Mouse. You know. Yeah. Also, for Caleb, before he he like turns around, he stops and he looks back because they're like, "What do you do the pills for, Caleb?" And he's like, "Old sex injury. <laughs> Throw my back." <laughs> got a lot of jam uh yeah so the principal um and no it's just like just when you thought this place couldn't get any more toxic and Farron exhausted being me for the for one second it's like this place is a death trap and tabby says that these walls could talk and that's when imogen realized it's not a who who would tell them about angela but a what oh oh shit i feel another alt rock montage coming up it's time we go search Angela Waters' house again. Well, see if we missed anything. So two things. Rewind. And to this point, I wondered if the mouse actress is started to notice or wonder why she gets one tenth of the dialogue <laughs> of all the other actors. She's literally else, like looking off in one scene, just being like, "Hmm, I had nothing to do." I looked at the pages. My name's not on here at all. Um, also, there's so many shots of them just like lined up outside of a location that they're about yeah. to march into. They just do it too much. Like they don't know how to like well, hold like, their you're powder. Not the, you're not the fucking Avengers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're going to search his house for realsies now. So cut to them standing outside this room. And the mouse says, she's like, I haven't said anything for like 45 minutes now. What if Pleatherface is in there? And they're like, only one way to find out. So they're spooked by the gross old house. There's like a shot of them, like moving well, around like, from it. Like there's the Avengers new, again, new montage, rock music playing. You know, leave no stone unturned. Whatever. Yeah. So meanwhile, we're gonna get this this other kind of montage in her cut. We've got the Farron's house where Corey comes downstairs and she's like, Zeke, did you leave a window open? And then like Pleatherface shows up and chloroforms her. Uh, back in the Waters house, Farron wonders if someone else lived here besides Angela and her mom. And Tabby ponders if it could be a secret deformed brother, like in the people under the stairs. Wink. But she says it with the glee of a maniac. Mm-hmm. Or like some read the script. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to hear any more fucking horror movie references out of your fucking mouth, all right? This Cut is that why shit Noah's out. my favorite. Yeah. She's like, I've like, had enough of this shit. <laughs> and it's Ellie's it ho- on the fucking horror movie references. <laughs> and Ellie's hotel room, there's a knock on the door, and there's Pleatherface, and she answers it. Also, she's right across from the old Pepsi machine. Anyway, mm-hmm. he grabs her. Oh, then... Um, yeah, it's, it's... The other two moms get grabbed in this. At some point... Um, Imogen just like because she has to be the one who does everything. She she moves just like these louver doors out of the way and sees it like oh look on the wall it's like somebody's been keeping track of somebody's height and I guess it's because it's different colors because it's like A W you know like in a date and you know but there's two different colors of it. She so she's like oh there must be two A Ws you know not just Angela Waters but somebody else. Yeah, okay. I really read it as we did it for a bunch for these years and then we did it for a bunch for these years. Anyway, yeah, there's Whatever. a big gap. That's what I'm minding with my hand to yeah. you on this big clue. They, they think, oh, yeah. maybe there's two. 
Yeah, so in Noah's apartment, her mom's chased down the hallway. Oh, oh, much oh, like, no, one, no. one more clue is that they find a bunch of crayons inside that cage that she like found in the, yeah. the last time she was here. Well, we're about to get there. Yeah. So first, Noah's mom gets chased down the apartment hallways like Noah's and whatever that episode was. Then the crayons thing in the cage. And so someone must have been kept in it. And Imogen's like, let's keep looking. We are so, so close to nothing. Uh, Tabby's house, her mom's putting up a Christmas tree. Pleatherface comes up behind her. She sees a reflection in the Christmas ornament, but it's too late because Pleatherface grabs her and they drop ornaments everywhere. Back to uh, house. And then uh, back in Angela's house, she finds like a photo Imogen does because she can be only be the only one who finds anything underneath a bed. And it's like it's two little kids who are both wearing Halloween costumes, um, like clown costumes. And so it's like, oh, look, maybe Angela Waters has like a secret brother. I mean, the original PLO was fascinating because, again, like the first half of season one, Arya is like our lead amongst the quartet. Yeah. Then Spencer absorbs it by the end of season one. And you get like some very heavy Spencer storylines. Hannah definitely gets featured more, I think. Hannah gets featured more. Emily has the least for sure. But I don't know. I just felt like the mixture was mm-hmm. spread around a lot more in the real PLL. Yeah, because well, it's four instead of five. Five is a tall. It's a weird number. It's, it's a big yeah. lift, especially when you have like Kelly around and their parents and all that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get texts from Pleatherface. Time for the trial. There's a picture of something and we're told that it's Pleatherface is at their school. I mean, that picture's You can't even see it. Yeah, it's unintelligible. like, okay, if you say so. So these knuckleheads ponder if, they, ponder if they should go there and then look at another picture and there's their moms tied up in the back of a van and Imogen's like, we have no choice. Let's go. This is where Imogen, I'd pull the dead mom card. Yeah. I'd be like, ladies, good luck. My mom's already dead. Have fun. <laughs> I'm just going to go linger in front of the hospital just in case. Um, again, a lot of to make more sense if Jim, Imogen was in on it because she seems so fucking sketchy. Uh, I at one point I really thought in this episode that she was gonna like crack or something, yeah, and like go nuts. But no, it's just well, her her character is like a fucking cheerleader to remind us of how grim this all is, how scary it is, how good of a job that either they're doing or how good of a job that like Pleatherface is doing and spooking them. She really is there just to like punch up the drama that's not felt in the story. Yeah. So then we get another group lineup shot outside of the uh, school. Yeah. And only this time, Captain Pregnancy says, can you guys feel it? One way or another, this is ending tonight. Promise. And I, I want Noah to be like, I don't want to hear another fucking word out of you <laughs> <laughs> until, until there's a knife on us or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Noah says, at least we're all together. And Imogen says, almost all of us. And then she texts Kelly. Says they need backup Shouldn't this have been Farron? I don't know. Like... You've you've tried to establish that they're like secret friends now or something. Shouldn't Farron be the one to do this? Well, it's like Farron, you're you're allowed to have your own friend unless Imogen is in the scene, mm-hmm. and then she, then it automatically falls to her. She has like rank over you somehow. So they all hold hands and march inside. I mean, they might as well just fucking sing as they walk inside. Also, I don't know if you really think you're going off to certain death. Text Sean. Text Henry. Yeah. Text text the police. It's not like text the FBI. I don't think like, A ever said come alone or anything like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you pull up the text, it's like, oh, excuse me, Mr. Principal. Mm-hmm. If we could go back to text number uh, 45. Yeah. Uh, my mom's here. She's a lawyer. She can really parse this for us. Yeah. I mean, Henry, that guy could definitely be useful in the fight, you know. Just do some spins. Mm-hmm. Some twirls. <laughs> pirouette. 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 
I mean, he could do some sort of like ballerina kata, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, the, I would love the kill of uh, karate and the uh, the grace of ballet. You could do a thing where like he's in front of Farron and she keeps picking up his hips yes. and like spinning him to kick. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you know, we got to watch it. She's, you know, she's still doing her PT, you know, maybe like well, Noah could do it. That's why he's doing the kicks. Okay. She's but just I, I don't know. I don't want her, you know, like lifting with your back. You know, you got to watch out. True, 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 true. I mean, is she still wearing the brace or is that just like a one episode plot line? She's like, ah, fuck it. The show has told us that she has a back like a pretzel, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, so right inside the door, I think this is like the entryway to the school, which we saw in the pilot. <laughs> the principal has made sure to go like rig it with a bunch of red lights. Yeah. He's got he's got this like Philip Hughes smart lights or whatever. Well, at this point, I was like, "What? What is the shenanigans?" Because it would have been a great no. joke if he was like, "Alexa, like change lighting to like macabre, you know, talking killer, you know, or yeah. something like shits to orange or something like that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puts on the Talking Heads song mm-hmm. and he, like he's like setting all this up. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. But at least let him have some fun. He's this has got to be the worst like killer reveal, not just of Pretty Little Liars, but like ever. Like this is the, like this fucking dork walks out and he's just like, "Yes, I'm the principal, and I've been behind all of your pain." Like it's just so lame. Yeah, somebody watched Spectre the night before they wrote this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not even like the I gave you my number. You know, it's not even fun. thought you would know. Yeah. yeah. So black handles everywhere, red lights. There's a table with like hall passes for each girl. Like Tabby's has her reporting to the film classroom. Farron's is sending her to the dance studio. Mouse is being sent to the computer lab. Mouse is worried that Pleatherface wants them to split up. Tabby says that it's against horror movie rules, but since Pleatherface has their moms, she'll allow it. Why? Which, and also, I want to know it'd be like, I was serious, Tabby. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll suck you in the goddamn mouth if I hear one more horror movie reference. You're not Randy. Yeah, um, yeah. Noah needs like a fucking sock full of quarters or something right here. You're not that chick from that horrible Scream Five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they all get a text from Pleatherface that says, "All bullies must be punished tonight, starting with yours." All caps. And this is the one, the I think the first and only time it's signed A. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would you drop it after uh, whatever? So they're they're curious what I that like means. How they say, "What the hell does this mean?" Yeah. And Imogen again says, well, there's only one way to find out. So we get a half second of like a vertigo shot as they move down the hallway. There's uh, Tabby's first. She walks in front of a projector and it's doing the whole, you know, flickering projector silhouette thing. This mm-hmm. is where they're all going to be given some sort of choice to like take revenge on their bully or whatever. Um, I don't know. Bully and scare quotes there because I feel like Chip is a little more than a bully. Yeah, she yeah. hurt you. He's your bully. Carve an A into his chest as a note. Like, not exactly a bully. More like a rapist who should go to jail. But yeah, yeah. I'd say maybe like carve an a... a in his chest anyway. But yeah, I feel like we have a big word for this. Yeah, and also there's a knife here, and there's also we we see that this is the film uh, class, uh, yeah, classroom. So Mr. Smithy's like little like uh, placard like on his desk is also there. Which we linger Tabby on. is going to take one of the items from this room to use as a weapon later. It's not the knife. Yeah. It's yeah. the fucking like nameplate on his desk. Yeah. What kind of horror movie aficionado are you, Tabby? Yeah, really. I mean, I, I'm shocked that they didn't like then pan over 
it's like a film reel that she's gonna pick up and yeah the guy with it's not like chainsaw or anything yeah <laughs> so chip is like he's shirtless he's tied to a chair it says punish the guilty behind him and it's like you know will will she do it will she harm her abuser and like this is framed as like a moral choice later but uh, like would anyone blame tabby here I just can you imagine just I'm Arlen King watching this and being like, you what a what jacks. a what a fucking dollhouse ripoff. Yeah, I know. What a lame dollhouse ripoff. So Noah goes somewhere to the nurse's office, maybe. Yeah, it's like a it's the junkie guy, which I I like. I've barely seen this guy, so it's hard to recognize him yeah. at first. But on the tray with some candles is her note. He bullied you and your mom. Time to give him a taste of his own medicine. There's a bunch of syringes. I feel like they could have had a lot of fun with this guy, but they didn't. It's just being like like, this weaselly junkie. Like, hey, man, I'm just trying to help your mom out. Again, everyone, this is my fault. I opened this Pandora's box because I told you on this podcast years ago, Mm -hmm. you could absolutely do a Scream TV show in a PLL style. You were wrong. And you could. They're not doing it I disagree. I don't think Slasher in TV series that's that is not chocolate and peanut to, butter i don't think have, it goes together you have to stretch it out a little bit but like you can you can make it happen the problem is that this show is not even really doing the slasher thing and this is more because it can't soft. because like then you just like kill a bunch of people and then like where is your show at this I, is I just, more i think it's like hard to stretch it out saw like esque stuff i, I mean guess. it's not weird like things where you're gonna rip your face off or cut your arm off but like these like bullshit moral choices that's that's giving them. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so then we cut the mouse in the computer lab and she's like, Oh my god, her note of candle says, He played cat and mouse with you, now it's your turn. Trap him before he does it again, and there's fucking Steve. But like, okay, Steve is clearly a fucking creep who's probably going to eventually murder her. But like, given what we've actually seen, does this totally add up as her bully? No, no. not really. Like, I don't like this guy. But it's like, Mouse, you were a pretty willing participant in all this. I mean, honestly, Mouse has two bullies in her life. Elodie mm-hmm. and herself. Yeah. Um, Steve is just, he's not just. I mean. <laughs> Every screen in the computer lab, it's it's got like the Microsoft, uh, Microsoft like blue screen of death, like Windows thing. But then right. it also says punish the guilty at the top. Yeah. Is that like a special little screensaver that he made? Also. And there's candles just- everywhere. Candles everywhere. This seems like a fire hazard. Yeah. Also, like they've just thrown like a disgusting old cloth over like a whiteboard and written "punished the guilty" on it. Yeah, there's candles everywhere and like a bunch of mouse traps surrounding these guys. This guy's bare feet for some reason. I don't. Whatever. Well, sure. what, what what is she supposed to do? Like just trap his toes in the mouse trap? Yeah, this yeah, is it, different from a knife and syringes. Really. <laughs> and then finally. I'm, Farron's bully is Madame Geary, which, like, I don't like Madame Geary, and she definitely said some, like, racially coded shit, like, a few times in a few episodes, but, like, this one definitely feels maybe even weaker than Steve as, like, a bully, because, like, Madame Geary half the time is, like, being all comforting and being, like, want to help you with your physical therapy and, like, set realistic expectations. I don't know, like, it doesn't really add up. Right, right. Like most what? of these people don't really have bullies in the same way. Like like Karen would be the bully for all of them, but she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. The note here says she bullied you to be perfect. Time to make her imperfect. It's like okay, okay. okay. Like maybe we should have seen a little more of that. I don't know. You know. I the, the solution is not more Madame Geary. <laughs> yeah, or probably as, not. Well, as I mean, the show you says, know, if they Madame Giri. 
if they hadn't killed off Karen, if she was just like the pre- the ever present mean girl with like her like timid sister and you like weren't sure sometimes they're switching off, it could have been a little more interesting at this point. But no, they had to do their like Karen montage. I just have to ponder like how many right turns did they make? Like was the pilot they wrote, were they intended for the show in a good one direction? Episode two, they were like, fuck, we got a series. Like, we got to, we got to go a different direction. No, it was straight to series, though. So it wasn't like, but I'm, but I mean, like, you still kind of write a first episode without thinking about the rest a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of doubt it in this case. Yeah. I, I don't know how much thought went into any of it, but it, it just seems like a lot of right turns, sudden, sharp right turns were, were thrown into this thing, which is, it's hard to tell, though. You can't even do a forensic, like, like dissection of it because yeah. they undercut so much of their own drama. Anyway, so Imogen in the library class, there's a tombstone and what looks like her mom's body in a Her mom shroud. is her bully. Yeah. Yeah. Candles everywhere. Imogen just like covers her mouth in horror. And her note says, think your mom wasn't a bully? Look on her mouth and she'll finally tell you the truth. We don't find out till later, but Imogen definitely does it with like these like tongs or whatever. Yeah. Like the dental mm-hmm. super pliers or whatever. Yeah. So they're like super roach clips or something. Yeah. So the girls meet up in the hallway and Tabby says that she couldn't do what I asked her to do. But what about the bullies? Uh, meanwhile, Imogen's in the corner, just like freaking out against the locker. This is where I Brian thought Palma knockoff shot. Like maybe Imogen is about to like, like have a psychotic break or something, but no. Like that shot in Buffy where Anya starts like cutting her face with a yeah. knife. I mean, yeah. maybe if, for season two, if that's their plan is to make her the new A like she like just like broke i don't know uh, that's icky yeah. the, the the girl gives birth and then mm-hmm. goes insane that's yeah, icky. sure she's like now Postpartum i'm angela waters mom yeah. angela waters mom i'm susan smith yeah uh so they get another text and tabby reads it and we see that they've been here for like an hour now well we done all the time you earlier. showed mercy great yeah maybe, maybe there's, there's hope. hope gather in the auditorium the trial begins now well, it's like, uh, you just know from this text, that like, man, A's lame. Remember yeah. how, like, fantastically bitchy all the A-techs were in PLL? Like, just now. <laughs> the thing where the, um, she breaks the, uh, the, the glass heart and says, and try to put it back together is some crazy. I mean, that's just brutal shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, just Hannah and the cupcakes. Yeah, I know. Hannah and the fucking cupcakes. Well, and just, I don't feel like, other than, like, Pleatherface chasing down Chip, like, Pleatherface here doesn't really give them anything. No, I also feel like we should mention like they're at the school, but everything's like lit in red lights and there's candles everywhere. And it's like, I feel like they're leaning on an organ here to make everything feel scary. You know, these, these like weird angle shots as they're like walking into the auditorium. Oh shit. Our moms are there. Punish the guilty. But it's not scary. I was no. never once like engaged at all in like the thrill of anything. It's just kind of dumb. Well, it, it, doesn't have the surreal quality of the dollhouse no you know you're not like on the edge of your seat you never once believe any of these moms is going to get be harmed in any way no no i feel like that would go directly against some kind of embedded core of the show so the four moms are tied up in those chairs in a half circle uh sinners freak out and go running them the moms yell for them to stop and not come any closer well like i was waiting for it to reveal that like i don't know there's like a fucking like giant blade hanging above the moms or or something you know some sort of death trap but no there's nothing it's just the pleather faces there like standing in the background it's 2022 bitches bring back a giant swinging pendulum Mm -hmm. we need it 
Um, are you Angela's brother? And then Principal Clan just walks out and goes, he is. His name is Archie. Isn't that fucking dumb? Yeah. I'm they, sorry. They, this, this guy, what a fucking drip of like a villain reveal. It's the principal who's been in like five minutes of screen time throughout the whole show. And we, 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 we called it just because the writers are bad. And like, we, we, you know, we know their games, you know, we're mystery writers. We know what, you know, we know what the score is, but like, it's dumb. Like there's just, there's, it's not interesting at all to reveal this guy as the killer. And then his, like his helper is someone we've never met. It's not a character in the show. It's just somebody who's apparently so disfigured. We can't see their face, yeah. which is like, what a letdown. What a, what a like complete, like, like malpractice of mystery writing it is to reveal these guys as your big bads. So they, the way they say principal Clanton, it's mm-hmm. like the end of a fucking Scooby-Doo episode. And then he says, yes. in this close-up that shows that they think this is high drama, mm-hmm. high drama. He tells them to have a seat. Meanwhile, he's holding a gun by the way. Yeah. Which I couldn't even tell the first time. Yeah. I was just like, walk out of this room, ladies. Meanwhile, fucking Kelly tries to walk to the front door in her dark, gloomy murder house. And her dad is sitting there, there in the, the dark table. Yeah. Yeah. As as when she came home from dancing at 2 a.m. that one night, and he's he's like, No one's leaving this house. And she says she's gonna try to contain the mess that that, he, uh, that he and her mother made. And he says, or she says she can't say it forever. And he's like, No, not forever. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Yeah. In the auditorium, the principal's at a podium. Saying that he's proud of the girls for finding out who hurt his Angela, and that Angelo's his daughter, and Archie's his son, and Ellie's like, this doesn't add up, and he's like, but it does. No, it doesn't. Yeah, at one point, Mouse is like, what are you doing here? And we're like, yeah, seriously. Uh, just pause the vomit, folks. It's so he just, offers to explain. It's just so bad. Like, like what? Like you can't even pull off a decent reveal. This is like such a lame, like killer reveal. Like I can't stress enough what a complete thud this is as a reveal it's not interesting it's not creative you can see it coming a million miles away and it was still lame you know like yeah yeah it's so dumb and then the archie thing i come at on this point come on get the fuck out of here you riverdale asshole archie shut the fuck up at this point i can't believe i'm saying this but i'm like let's just cut over to chip at romero fest or at west west yeah yeah, uh, he's just let's just there, see Wes like, like getting shot down by some girl or something. You know, it'd be pretty and then, funny. And then, yeah, like he's gonna go like you know like cry it out, but then he, he slumps back into the theater seat. And they're playing Diary of the Dead, and he's like, "Oh, this one sucks, but I'll still watch it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I actually watched that. I had that. I not watched it. I, my understanding is it's there's like another the, one right after that. There's the one of them though. That's the uh, oh, what's that? What's that? Two families. The two families that we reference in PLL, but the Montagues and Capulets, but the uh, Hatfields and McCoys. Thank you. The Hatfields and McCoys. My understanding is that there's like a weird plot line in one of those two. Okay, because the, the last dead. one I watched was Land of the Dead, which is decent. That movie's yeah. that movie's fun for its time and its mm-hmm. budget. Yeah, um, yeah, with the Mentalist in it. Uh, yeah, so we got Isn't a like Asia Argento in that. Asia Argento's in it. John Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. Is she problematic? She's a little problematic now, yeah. No, is she? Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, we get a flashback to the principal in high school. He says he did choir of Angela's mom, which remember all those fucking musical posters, guys? She got pregnant with well, it's twins. Like he's like, I have to tell you my whole backstory now. And it's like, God, do we have to? Mm. <laughs> well, let me see. Eventually, she took a liking to me. 
And after spending some time together, dot, 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 Rose got pregnant with twins. Oh, so you fucked her. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. His parents didn't approve, so they paid off the water, so moved to another town, and never returned. What? What? Yeah. You, you paid off a family to move towns? Well, hold on. Hold on. In another universe, this guy's Ezra Fitz. I mean, obviously, because this took place in the 1950s, where like nobody was allowed to get an abortion, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we see that he became vice principal and that eventually Rose returned and said that she wanted Angela to attend the high school and get a decent education. I'm sorry, vice principal. That's like your aspirations. Like this is the highest, the best you could do mm-hmm. at your age, bitch. You should be like the superintendent minimum. Um, we're bouncing from like boring flashback to the auditorium. He says that like Rose said she wanted Archie at home. Cause he had a face that only a mother could love, but Angela has uh-huh. to be in school. Uh-huh. Yeah, so school hallway, the vice principal is like watching Angela walk into the hallway of so, others. My impression is that Angela does not know he's the dad, right? I don't think so. I he just so. would like see her in the hallways and be like, that's my girl. Oh, no, she's hanging out with those bitches. Yeah, which is why specifically you can make out who the principal is in the flashback when yeah. we have the scene with the mom attacking the jocks. Um, but so Angela kills herself and not because of the assault, no, afterwards, because of something you did, and he like gets mad at the, the moms here. Yeah, it's time the four moms told the truth. So, at the sheriff's house, God, I hate this. Uh, they're at the table eating with lights on, it's 11 p.m. What do you think they're eating, like pork chops and like green beans or something? Like, what 1950s meal are they consuming right now? I feel like she just poured out like a, a jar of. Like a roast. mayonnaise or something. Yeah. Like I don't. I mean, is she actually cooking under duress? It like seems this? that she has. It looks like they're eating some sort of like carved meat. Disgusting. Yeah. This is a great time for that rolled doll story. Lambs of the slaughter. Just mm. beat this guy over the head of a lamb chop. Uh, yeah. So the sheriff is drinking and growling that these two never understood him and that only Karen did. Which I'm sure that's not true. But if it is, that's gross. Well, I mean, it, that um, that raises questions. Like, ew. What do you? Yeah. Mean? Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> So Kelly says they've done nothing wrong, but that he got Karen killed by making her, her bully, and that someone so is Karen is directly people. dead because of you and the, the sins that you've committed. Yeah, this Kelly is says all that, about generational trauma, Dad. Yeah, Kelly says there would be no killer if not for her father, and Karen would still be alive. And he starts a whole fucking nightmare, and the mom's like, "Is what she says true, Tom? You know it is, Mama. You know it in your heart." He killed Karen as sure as he pushed her himself. And he's just like, he's doing like the worst Batman voice. Like, yeah, of course I'm the villain. The mom gets up at this point and just like walks away to the kitchen. We're like, hmm, wonder what that's about. Yeah. I am the villain. I heard Angela Waters. Now I'm the one who killed Karen too. Oh, don't do that. Now you're you're ruining the Caleb voice. Yeah. Was that Caleb? No, Caleb. Caleb's a little more like. I am the one who hurt Angela Waters. No, no, hold on. No? You've got like you've got like two voices. Don't, hmm. don't, don't try to find nuance in them. Just appreciate that they exist. Uh, yeah. So I, like, you know what the mom, you, you know what the mom's going to go do. And honestly, you're like, just get it over with. I know it takes <laughs> longer than it should. <laughs> just get it over with. So Kelly says that when she gets out of here, she's going to sing like a bird. That he, does, he does he, like the total psycho thing where he stands up. The gun has been on the table in front of him and he picks it up. but like drags the barrel along the table, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, there's three bullets in this gun. And it's like one for you, you gonna... two for your mom. <laughs> Is he going like, to Russian roulette them? 
I mean, like, I don't know. You could really have some fun at this. He's like, I'm going to have you put your two heads together and shoot you both three times in the brain. And then I'll shoot your cat. Ouch. Yeah. Mr. Scruffles. He's never a cat guy. <laughs> I like dogs and peanut butter. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, so the mom comes over and howls, no more. <laughs> you just let that one in there. <laughs> Getting a little canine blowy. You know yeah. what, though? I've been chasing a high of the sour cream and the burrito for years. No more. And she, like, cuts this guy. You don't watch Rings of Power either, right? Mm-mm. It's not a very good show. But, like, there's this part where they're just, like, killing, like, you know, innocent civilians or whatever. And they're just, like, kind of, like, just, like, pushing swords into people. And you just, like, watch it go in. It's, like, there's something sort of terrifying about, like, the, like, not the super slow push and not the hard stab. But just the medium just, like, right into you and right so- out. Where are we on a scale of like Saving Private Ryan? It's it's like much faster than that. Okay, it's okay. it's like hey, kill that guy. Okay, mm-hmm. like wow. Okay, isn't it? Isn't there something? Is it the? Uh, is it the battle where Stannis dies? Where what's his name's guy is just like walking amongst the bodies after the battle and just like doing a little extra stab. Maybe. Just to yeah, make sure. a little, little like bayoneting there. Yeah. Just to make sure nobody's pretending to be dead. Yeah. Guys, don't you think Marco should watch Rings of Power so we can talk about that on some other podcasts? Do you get that the way you talk about Rings of Power does not make it sound good? I mean, it looks good. I would just, I, I don't all. know. It's. It's at all like rings of power hot d and Andor. i feel like that's that's where the culture is right now not this fucking stupid show like we're, i feel like we need to do a headcanon or something so gladrill's gladrill the one dude's gandalf the guy in the raft is sauron and the other guy is like a proto-orc I we're good you don't need to watch it fine no yeah, you should watch good. i i need to complain to somebody about this you know me i i will do a podcast with you without having watched it you could just complain that no me. i need you to i need you to suffer in my pain I'm like Principal Clan here, you know. Is that a comparison you want to make? <laughs> At least I don't have his lame facial hair. Is it like this know. guy is just like like this is the guy you cast to be your talking killer? It's like it's literally like watching a fucking high school principal like explain how he's a killer. You know, it's pretty this, boring. This guy is. I'm sorry. I hate to be like levels. He's got to be friends with somebody. Yeah, it's like, right? exactly. I was, I was thinking while watching this, who is this guy friends with? Yeah. Yeah. Who's, who's college roommate or whatever. Yeah. It was. So anyway, he's saying Angela took her life, not because of what Tom Beasley did to her, but because of something else, something insidious happened right under our noses. I think, you know, I think I know what principal Clinton's talking but, about. Uh, Imogen says, cause she did like open her mom's mouth with those giant roach clips and got these diary pages out. No, I'm sorry. This is where I think it really broke me. I mm-hmm. just had watched the the fucking banana scene of the mom stabbing the sheriff and yelling, I've already lost one baby. I'm going to lose another. Mm-hmm. And then the principal kind of just hand waves away the rape storyline. Yeah, he's like, no, he's, that he's, wasn't the issue. Yeah, he's like, that doesn't even matter. And it's like, you've made this whole show about sexual violence. And now you're telling me that doesn't matter. But I mean... I cannot even begin to imagine if you're a person who suffered through this in your own life and you're watching this and here's this character being like, that doesn't matter. Wouldn't it be cool if the trauma was just treated as some Scooby-Doo bullshit? I feel like yeah. that's where they were in the writer's room. I I, I just found this so fucking insulting. And it's, just, it's tacky. Ugh. Yeah. Um. So the erase her thing, what does it mean? It's a, yeah, so the, she Cut saw away. the words erase her over and over again in these diary pages of her mom. What does it and mean? And then 
then 10 seconds of this butt rock riff kickstart my heart by motley Crue. it's like and it's weird because we think we're gonna have like a flashback right right like what did the moms do that was so horrible more worse than the the rape of angela water is like oh shit we're about to get the the real flashback to show us their original sin no but no it's just kelly running into the pizza place i think this is pizza place right and being like greg my fuck buddy i need your help uh, I have to get to the school. Let's go. And he's like, right on. Sorry, bros. Got to run. And it's which, like, which like, he doesn't bring his bros. First, I was going to say, like, I would almost it, I love it if he was just like, bros, assemble. And they like, just run. Posse up, bros. Because like, yeah. I feel like this show is doing this weird thing where it's like, hey, maybe jocks are kind of fucked up and misogynistic, but misogynistic. But it's, it's these incel nice guys you really got to watch out for. Yeah. You know, so like. You're like, why not just have him be like, posse up, bros? We like my girlfriend, you know, slash fuck buddy needs your help. It's like, it's like, listen, if you're a high school girl and you're at a party, there's two kinds of guys who are probably going to put something in your drink. And I want you to know, jocks are only number two. <laughs> Thanks, show. Yeah, it's it's really just, also I'm just like, let's rewind a little bit. The mom has just stabbed the dad to death. Mm-hmm. They're now free to leave the house, and the mom's just like. Oh, Kelly, I'm in shock. We should call the cops. And Kelly's like, deuces, mama. (laughs) I got to go find Greg and then get to the school. But definitely got to go get Greg first. (laughs) Human shield. That's his name. (laughs) Um, So back in the auditorium, Imogen needs to know the truth. Tabby pleads with her mom for the truth because they're the only two characters. I'm sorry. Like, they they just treat the other three like a fucking afterthought. Yeah, yeah, really. Sharon Leal starts, like, talking. We get a flashback. Young Davey comes to talk to Angela Waters. I love a line like, it all started when Angela Waters was sexually assaulted. Oh, is that when it all started? (laughs) Thanks. I was wondering. Davey asks who did it. And Davey calls her a liar when Angela says it was Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. When Angela says it was Tommy. And Sharon Leal says that Davey had to pick a side. And she picked Tommy's side. Oof. Well, was it? Weren't we told in the previous episode by the mom that like Tommy did this because he it was like he had to or something to like prove he was a man or something like that? Like wasn't no, that wasn't that it implied? Was like, it was like he always had his like wild ways or something. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it was implied that he did this to like basically prove he wasn't gay or something. So like, wouldn't this kind of be around at school? That like, oh man, like, you know, like he fucked that, that, that weird girl, Angela or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. seemingly you, you would think it would be based on what else they've told us. And so th- it's like, they're going with the, uh, well, Angela's lying. I don't believe her other than like, oh, well, Angela's a slut, you know, like it's because it's like these two have to stay a couple and she has to like defend her well, boyfriend. But it's like, you're also shitting on a potential other important storyline of yeah. the the closeted gay male in like the late 90s high school representation man who it's Just, like okay so so to 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 not be bullied or to not face like who he is he's like i gotta go rape some girl mm-hmm. as a rite of passage it's it's just so fucking disgusting um yeah so in the bathroom after the locker thing the five teen moms are, are like talking holding court or Davies holding court. She's wearing something that Cher would have worn in Clueless. Yeah, she like, kind of is. Mm-hmm. For realsies, like, that was just got to be intentional. The other moms seem inclined to believe her, but like, they believe Angela, but Davies says no. They have to pay her back by ignoring her. 
We're going we to pretend shun she her. Yeah, we're going to erase Angela Waters. We need to teach her a lesson. What kind of lesson? We have to ignore they're gonna, her. Yeah, they're going to get the whole school to do it. Turn her a ghost when she never existed. Can you imagine trying to get more than 10 people to do a thing? Yeah, they, they show this montage of like everybody at school like like walking as though they can't see her like they're and she's having to dodge out of the way and whatnot like i just nobody's gonna do this i'm sorry like i will i will i will give twenty thousand dollars to somebody who does a documentary about trying to get your local high school <laughs> class to do this i bet it's impossible to get 100 percent return rate on shunning yeah maybe you get your boyfriends to do this you know but yeah, that's about yeah. it yeah so or like the one girl who like wants to join your club or whatever well, but like, so, so we see her walking down the hallway. She gets bumped by people knocking her books, papers on her hands. Everyone starts laughing or she picks it up. So it's like, folks, are you ignoring her or are you laughing at her? Mm-hmm. You can't do both. <laughs> that one last epic humiliation, one last final nail. Davy wanted to put in Angela's coffin. Uh, and, and so oh, no, the, the last epic humiliation yeah. was that she had to be on Pillow Liars Original Sin. Mm-hmm. So the, the one last thing is that Davy goes to meet Angela at the swing set and is like, oh, I'm totally sorry for being a horrible person, Angela. Like, I'm going to make it up to you. But like, we want you to come to this New Year's Eve, like, rave with us at this warehouse. And like, Angela, why do you want to go to this? Like, have you not learned your lesson by now? I'm sorry. I'm not trying to like victim blame or anything. But, like, how how many times can Lucy pull the football away from you? <laughs> There's a there's a line from a billion years ago in The Simpsons. I think it's when like Marge joins like a country club or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the woman who's been victimizing her and bullying her the whole time at the end says, I hope she didn't take my petty attempts to destroy her personally. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they say, oh, when Angela showed up at the rave, she's a mess. Like her her mascara is even more running now. So well, like, she had to take the public transportation over there. Yeah, I don't know. Like I just I, I I saw online that a bunch of people were like, ooh, this is like this is like a plot thread that's dangling. And I kind of wonder if it was really intended to be or if the writers would just be like, oh, hey, that's something we can use in season two. We didn't even think of that. But like we can wrap up this plot. Hole I, by making I just it a I'm, mystery. Here's what I'm saying. Whatever they threw out at the, in the pilot, I think they were just kind of like hand wavy. Like we have a rough idea of how we'll tie it up in the, the finale. And, you know, the map is not the territory. They had to get there and they had no idea what they were fucking doing. I guess my understanding of a lot of shows now, especially straight series shows, is that they finish writing before they, like, hit photography. Mm. And you so think that's really the case here. Well, it, it seems like they were working on some sort of, like, self-imposed rule that, like, you're not allowed to edit a scene. It's like you literally can't hit the delete key on your keyboard. You can only yeah. keep writing. And so, like, it's like, hey, we should really go back and, like, maybe in, like, episode four, we can have Madame Geary give Farron shit about her hair, you know, not being straight. Like, no, 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 it's not allowed. It's not allowed. You just just have to keep going, you know. Folks, you get us to a TV show and we'll do that for Trouble Season Mm -hmm. 4. We'll do the no delete key to see where we fucking I literally, oh, my God, the fucking continuity in those books. I'm, like, constantly going back to fix shit over. Because that's that's how you have to write a mystery. I'm sorry. Like, mystery writing is not a natural way to write. You're constantly going back and be like, shit, I have to go set this up. I have to go lay the groundwork for this. I have to go back and change that because changing this one detail is going to cause all these other things to change. You know, like, if you care about your mystery continuity at all, that's what you should be doing. Uh, So maybe they just don't care. Writing a mystery is like writing an equation. Yeah, there are, it's, there, are, it's, there are components. Yeah, I kind of hate it personally, but um, you know, that's the genre we chose to work in. Yeah, that's where you fucking decided to live. Mm-hmm. This is your reward. Yeah, 
Um, that's my new catchphrase. This is your award. <laughs> I feel like you could punch that up. Like, yeah. what's a, you know, let's let's get out the thesaurus for reward there. You know, yeah, this is your prize. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Imogen realizes this is why her mom killed herself. She asks that the principal seemingly her, unless there's some other shoe to drop. Sure, yeah. And he says no. That they sent her a gift, the flyer from the pilot. So we're really supposed to believe that Davy got this like thing in the pilot and just nope the fuck out. She was yeah, just like, "That's it. I'm out of here. Bye bye." Yeah. It's like uh, I mean, like we hate movies. They had that joke about like how soon into a horror movie they'd kill themselves. You know, <laughs> Davy is just like right at the beginning. As soon as I realize I'm in a horror movie, I'm out of here. Oh, shit, I'm going to dramatically carve an A on the like bathroom tile just to like, you know, make it weird and mysterious for my daughter. I don't know. I, here's the problem. I, it's I like she ran it. upstairs and slit her wrist. I could riff on this for 20 minutes, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like we're making light. Of yeah. Suicide. I mean, but like <laughs> but, this show doesn't treat it with any sort of sensitivity at all. So, all I'm just know. saying is like, Davey, you've got some time. You <laughs> could have given your daughter a pep talk. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. You're probably okay. in a pretty fucked up place. It's okay. Imogen literally can't do anything in this episode without like flashing back to something her mom told her. Like, going home is a good place to go if you feel like you're not safe. You know, like, no, it's not. You're about to fucking die in that. Yeah. And it's like it's like fucked up dark Gilmore girls fantasies. Just again, better show. Imogen's been in on it from the very beginning, and every flashback she's had to like some kind of moment with Davy. Mm-hmm. Was just like her imagination creating something, or or you you go back to it again, and there's like a twist there. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. No, these writers aren't that. Clever. You're not even. You guys are not even. You like, can't write like, that kind of mystery if you're not allowed to use the delete key. You know. Well, it's like it's like they they got the hack screenwriters, you know, book, and I got as far as the table of contents. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even they didn't even delve in the chapter one. Uh, yeah, so again he said like no we just sent her the flyer from the pilot and she's just like but my mom changed she became a good person sources not cited and then everything everyone can change and has that possibility and he's just like well even if she did change she didn't save angela uh and since davy adams took the coward's way out the sins of the mother must fall upon the child and so archie comes over and plays the face like, like like he's about to have archie up. like murder her right there or something like how yeah. like this it doesn't really add up to any sort of like I'm I'm anti-bullying, anti-sexual assault. I'm like the this like, you know, avenging angel or something, but I'm totally gonna murder this pregnant girl just cause. Who who I have been bullying for months. Yeah. Just cause but, her mom sucked. But I mean they're gonna couch it in like this is this is the patriarch for you. And it's like guys, you're not there. Like mm-hmm. No, no, no one's a fan of the patriarchy here. But you're not there. You're not. You're not hitting the notes you think you're hitting. So the other well, it's like they don't even want to be really fucked up because the Imogen's like my baby's innocent. I really wanted him to be like, all right, Archie, carve it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, and I, Claudius, they do that with Caligula and, and mm-hmm. the child. It's gross. Um, but like the other girls are just like, oh no, don't do that, don't do that. I wanted a scene where the four of them just like throw themselves at Archie. Yeah. And like like physically like overpower him, or at least try. No other uh, bag of quarters. Yeah, or soccer yeah. quarters. <laughs> you are a horror movie reference and she bricks him to death. Yeah. Uh so image since the baby's innocent doesn't serve this. Fucking Halloween. You Michael Myers, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. And she's just yeah, shoveling him to death. Mm-hmm. And like do the thing where like 
the sound like you're not seeing it you're just seeing her like whack 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 mm-hmm. whack like for like 20 just, like, times blood splattering on her face but, yeah. but eventually like the sound effect is just wet yes yes <laughs> uh i'm sorry my Rafiko covered in blood hotter mm-hmm. um so she says that the principal is guilty as the rest of them he erased her as much as anyone else but he says that's not enough for the baby's sake he'll give her a head start which is more than angela got which what does that mean yeah what, is, what does that mean it doesn't what does mean, that even mean so noah tells imogen to run which thanks bestie like, like, hey yeah. run we'll all just stand here yeah we'll we'll banter him to death and so she's like runs out into the hallway and we're doing the whole like kind of you know dutch angle tilting stuff here everything's red and it's like oh no where do i go flashback oh it's my mom is telling me it's not easy being a pregnant girl understatement of the year but remember our house is your safe place imogen she's like i got it i'll go home that's my safe place see what you could have done is you could have done a cool little effect with every little flashback and then like have her like stop like literally grab the mom out of a flashback bubble pull her into the to, like the present day and be like you know what mom fuck you or All of your advice was should worthless. they be doing like a like a Scream Five thing spoiler alert where like Billy Loomis is showing up to like talk to uh, uh, our main character? That, that was movie, goofy as fuck, right? That movie is not good. I don't know no. what the fuck you people are talking about. I think it's just people like they haven't seen like a really good slasher movie in so long that they're just like they'll take it, you know. I don't know. There's there's me and you. Whole... I, I'm sorry, I don't want to brag or anything. We were and you watching that movie together, and we literally called the okay spoiler the killers immediately both yeah. of the killers like the the second they appear on screen are like they're the killer yeah and they're the killer too boom and like we're like right the whole way <laughs> we're like i'm sorry like do better horror movies yeah. like well the the first one the first moment you see her it's mm-hmm. obvious the second yeah. one dude's a creep in real life it's it's something obvious you see him anyway outside imogen runs outside and starts heading to the woods Pleatherface is like shows up a moment later and just like michael myers walks after her and imogen starts screaming and it's it's supposed to be scary and we're filming it like a horror movie and she's screaming but it's just like it's tiring you're just like whatever yeah so in the auditorium Farron asks what's next principal says that their sacrifice through their sacrifice they're going to make sure that what happened to angela never like, happens again is he about to like murder suicide everyone or something I don't know. How like, is that I was like expecting stop? to like like lift up his jacket and he's like strapped full of dynamite or something. I don't know. I don't ever want to see this guy lift up his jacket. <laughs> no. Um, but like, how is that going to stop bullying from ever happening again? Yeah, he's just like, I'm going to bring in Doctor Ann Sullivan for a truth <laughs> up <yeah>. seminar. <laughs> That's the PLO truth up time. <laughs> We're going to have an all nighter. Actually, the rest of the school is here. They've been hiding. Over on the in the multi-purpose room the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Come on in, everyone. It's time for truth up. We've got our scared straight counselor, Jason De Laurentis. He's gonna turn a chair around and just sit down and be like, I, I gotta tell you about the dangers of doubting yourself. For an indeterminate amount of years. Yeah. That's the PLL spin-off we want. Mm-hmm. Um out in the woods, Imogen's still screaming, feeling pains, maybe contractions. Flashback to the mom, like they're on the couch, and she asks the if she has contractions in gym class, what she should do. This is so weird the way we keep flashing back. Like it's just like, oh, I I can't remember what how to deal with contractions without thinking of my mom. That's ludicrous. That is this is what ludicrous. you do, baby. You breathe. <sighs> remember your Lamas cat class. So she's breathing a little. She looks back and sees. Oh, yep, that's a kid. Uh, a Archie still coming after. Oh, her there he is, right away. behind me. Yeah. <laughs> so in the auditorium. 
Tabby says, this is fucked up since Sheriff Bleasy is the one who did all this and they're the ones who are going to get punished. And he's just like, who do you think I'm pinning this all on? Yeah. And I was just like, God damn it. Fuck you. Fuck this show. Uh, I'm like waving his little gun around. It's just pathetic. Well, that's a metaphor for this whole show. Yeah. He says, oh, don't worry. Like Tom Beasley will get his. And then like Kelly runs up and says, oh, he got his. Yeah. And then then the principal just shoots Greg. (laughs) She shoots Greg immediately. (laughs) Which is when Tabby, who has, I guess, been waiting for her moment, jumps up and whacks him in the back of the head with the Mr. Smithy nameplate. She she pulls out of her jacket. That's, That's the weapon you chose. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Just, I wonder if then knocks this guy. He immediately goes down. It's like that's yeah. it. That's it for the principal. What's well, like this? Uh, you were never going to convince me if this guy did the scream thing or he like pops back up. You were never going to convince me if this little little noodle of a man. And I guess it's Greg who's like groaning on the ground here, but it kind of sounded like it was the principal, which is just yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I would have been hilarious though if like Tabby also pulled the knife out and she's like, oh, I should have used this first. Yeah, but yeah, she starts like pulling his hands behind his back i don't know if she has rope it'd be funny if like like noah like injected him with a bunch of heroin or something yeah she's still got the needles <laughs> like throwing needles at him yeah uh then kelly starts yelling for help for someone to call help and it's like why didn't you call the calvary when you came in yeah you you have a phone you could have called 911 you know? give, give me like a bugle sound and like an army of jocks comes like racing mm-hmm. in even jocks from rosewood because they answered the 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 call <laughs> It's like the the Brotherhood of the Keys or whatever from that mm-hmm. Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> uh, so meanwhile, Imogen gets like to her darkened house, panting and like suffering. Now, what would have been hilarious to me, since we've completely forgotten about this, is if another family had moved into this yeah. house by this point. <laughs> no, this house looks like it's been abandoned for ten years. Suddenly, yeah, yeah. everything is. It like, looks like the like, Waters house. Yeah. yeah. So like, another flashback to her mom. Part. Yeah, it's this, like hide and seek flashback time. This is the first time that we get an Imogen young enough to not be, what's her name? Mm-hmm. The chick from the Fosters. Bea Madison. Maya Mitchell. Yeah. Um, so Dave starts counting like the, the little girl and runs off. In the present, Pleatherface kicks the door in, sends glass flying, starts looking for Imogen, slowly heads up the stairs, goes to the bathroom where the mom died. There's a silhouette of her behind the shower curtain, pretty obviously. She stabs him with a knife, stabs him maybe twice, sends him down. He gets up, comes after her. What did you think about, like, this was like a fairly violent scene. Oh, right? I thought, I wrote down, can't be good for the baby. He's like picking her up by her throat, slamming her into the wall, throwing her to the ground. And like, I'm trying to remember, like, I know like PLL, you know, like there's this stuff with Nate St. Germain or Spencer gets shot the one time, but like it never felt as like viscerally violent against women as this scene is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, this is a hella progressive show, so it's all good, I guess. The one I always forget about is the fact that Caleb got shot mm-hmm. right before Halloween. And then he's good by Halloween. Mm-hmm. He's good all through the November that lasts for three years. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, this but, can't be good for the baby. But, but like, just, cut to flashback. It just of the seemed nurse. like a little weirdly overly violent for a yeah. show where you're like all about how horror movies that like you know fetishize violence against women or bad or whatever it's like okay well you're just you're doing that yeah 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 but like i wanted to cut back to the flashback of the nurse being like imogen if you have even just one moment of stress your uterus will explode mm-hmm. um you've got the speed bus in your belly just like and spray we're gonna throw with you. your broken water yeah yeah <laughs> that's right that's right i said it like 
Like the uh, little acid dinosaur in the first Jurassic yes, Park? Like, exactly, exactly like that. <laughs> he's like, ah! Well, he's got the mask Lady on, juices. so he's, he's, he's good, you know. Lady Juices, my kryptonite! Ah! Um, Guys, we're so tired. Please don't hold this against us. <laughs> so eventually he's like, yeah, lifting her up, throwing her around. She starts driving the knife into him. She somehow like, oh. gets a hold of his knife. By the way, I don't know. Did you get a good look at the knife that she got no. from like the kitchen or whatever that she stabs him with no as far as i can tell if i'm wrong mm-hmm. don't tell me um but it seems no. like one of these knives it's like i don't know do you know what the pampered chef is yeah okay so it, it looks like one of those knives where it's like most of the blade is covered in like the like pampered chef paint or whatever except right, for right, like right. the edge of the blade like it yeah. looks like it's one of those knives which i thought was very funny I'm not, that's not my first choice to stab someone to death. I mean, you know, if that's the kind of knife they have in their house, I guess you got to go for it, you know, but. Uh, I think you're probably better off to spray mm-hmm. with your water <laughs> or at least make it slippery from the walk. I don't know. Um, but like, I feel like the show thinks it set itself up for this with the whole lady psycho man being punctured by a woman's phallus <sighs> but thing. It's, it's a different thing because that was all about like rape revenge and this isn't. Yeah, this you isn't. Know, yeah. This isn't. Well, like even the even the 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 wife Beasley yeah, stabbing yeah. Tom Beasley is not quite the same thing. Like, why isn't it like why isn't it Sheriff Beasley here and like Imogen and Tabby both stab him at the same time or something and or chip they heal or, yeah, all the generational trauma mm-hmm. and then like they both get the Highlander powers. And I feel like it's because all the chip stuff is just a completely different storyline that's only tangentially like thematically related to all this stuff and only a little bit, you know, like, yeah. So yeah, like they both, they both collapse on either side of the hallway after she stabbed him. She's like in the neck a few times. There's a, there's a one particular shot where the lighting hits the fake blood just right. And it's like, man, that is some really fake looking blood. Yeah. That's like some like, uh, like Dawn of the dead, you know, like, like Kara syrup blood. Hmm. The sinners come running up and they find him and they ask if he's dead. And Imogen's like, I think so. Also, my water just broke. So are the moms just like back at the school, just like kicking Clanton into the face until his face is mush? I hope so. Oh, yeah. So in Millwood Hospital, we get the Scream 4 ending kind of here. Or a Halloween 2 ending. I don't know. Where Imogen's in the hospital room, even if it's like dingy and bleak. And she wakes up in the bed for stomach hurting. And like next to the bed is a crib of a baby crying. And she goes over and looks at it, and it's not quite Rosemary's baby, but it's got a little pleather face of its own. And she wakes up. Oh, is it just a dream? Also, yeah. did you notice the shot where it's like it's like the exterior shot of the hospital with like this sign from Millwood General Hospital? It looks like monkeys have been hurling their feces at that sign for the last like ten years or something. Like, why is this sign so covered in shit? Because you could tell me this whole town actually exists in the village of the crazies from Jim Cotta. That's an insult to Jim Cotta. It's like these crazy second Jim Cotta reference today. We're doing well. (laughs) It's like these crazy decided to try to form some kind of um, mine related society. Would Principal Clanton be a more successful villain if he turned around and there was no back to his suit? Yes. Yes. (laughs) If you get that reference, just hanging cheeks, (laughs) waving, come, come. (laughs) What if, what if that's the, uh, 
the contest is that you you win and you get to come on this podcast and talk about Jim Cotta. Yeah, we've never done Jim Cotta, I don't believe, on the headcanon. So. I feel like everyone's done Jim Cotta, but I don't give a shit. I haven't seen yeah. it in years. I would love an excuse to watch it again. So she wakes up after having a nightmare, wakes up, lines a little bit better. There's Tabby and Sharon Lee in the room with her, and they're like, the baby's fine. It's perfect. They warn her that the creeper, as we're calling him, is here in the hospital having survived the stab. He's guarded around the clock. They also inform him that the sheriff was stabbed by Mrs. Beasley, but he survived. He's here. Clanton was arrested. Chip was arrested. I mean, Jesus Christ, this police force has gotten more work tonight than they've ever had before. I know. Just think of the paperwork. Yeah, really. What's most important is you and your baby are safe and healthy, even though you're you're about to give it up for adoption anyway, but you know. It's like your baby's whatever. It's a baby. It's uh, what, do you, what do you Good think of fucking Tori Amos playing here on the soundtrack when she has to hold the baby? I thought this was a fucking insult, too. It's and, just, and, and a bizarre choice. It's it's a really bizarre choice to be like, can I hold my rape baby? Sure, let's play some Tori Amos. It's so weird. It's so, I mean, but like. Also, Davey, we, we then cut to... Corey Amos would have made more sense in a 90s flashback. Yeah, yeah, I know. We we cut to the graveyard. Uh, Davey's been reburied. Her name is literally Davey. It's not short for anything. It's yeah. Davey Lee Adams, July 1st, 1981. There's like some more fake-ass humor girls. With her. Huh? You guys have the same birthday. Oh, go to hell. Uh, there's like some more fake ass Gilmore Girls flashback montage with the, the beloved they, mother killed herself, gone but not forgotten. Yeah, like the shit they did, like Christmas and painting nails and shit. The other sinners come to visit Imogen and they ask if she's okay. And she says that she knows who her mom was and who she became. And that's the version she will hold in her heart for the rest of her life, which is where, like, I want to be like, Farron, this is directly at odds with how you've like viewed problematic toxic people yeah because her character changes based on the needs of the scene it's also like i know what they're going for with this like you know what like we don't always understand people and their depression sometimes they're going things we can't see or whatever like i feel like they're they're trying to arrive at that but they're also spinning this like scooby-doo mystery plot which like it just doesn't really seem like they go together you know no no like it just like it would make a lot more sense if the mom was just murdered well, zoink, scoop, I've got seasonal depression order. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah. Anyway, so she does this super gross thing because, again, like, they've made her, like, the lead of this group. Everybody even though this has group to could do better. And, like, well, she's just like, she's like, come here. And they all, like, lay heads and sh- on shoulders and group hug or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, it, it's just, it's interesting to put this side by side with Farron, who does not care about abuser's redemption. I mean, this there's a conversation to be had here in a long enough timeline, but the show isn't the place to have it. So the camera shoots up from the cemetery and then suddenly it's night, snow's falling. We hear Christmas bells, title card, Christmas. Bum, bum, bum. And like, everybody's hanging out together. I don't know, man. No, like, no. Oh no. my God. My boy Zeke has got to be miserable. No, no, no. Zeke, like you, you can't see it, but in the other room, they're like, they've got like the Ravens game on. So he's good. It's just like it's like you just going like, there with like Sean and like watching the like game. Like when I had to like visit like my like like extended family on my mom's side, there was always a room you could go into. Like it was always like around Christmas, and there's always a room uh-huh. you could go into, and the Niners game would be on. And so you just like you just go in there, and you're like, I'll, I'm gonna be here. I'll go out to get food, and I'll just come back here, and people can come in and talk to me, but I'm not really socializing. I'm just watching the fucking Niners game. People put, they play games on Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. 
Um, I mean, there's usually one. I mean, basketball definitely does like a Christmas Day thing. It, it depends on the day of the week. But if it's like a Thursday or a Saturday or a Sunday or a Monday, you know, so. Huh. So um, this this holiday party at Tabby's house, literally every fucking surviving characters at this house. Even Henry. Who's Henry? Oh, yeah. Right. That Henry. Yeah. Yeah. Mouse is there of Ash. And I wrote, why, Ash? Why are you here? Greg's why like are you, why flask, are you going back, by here? the way. Who is? Greg. Good. With his like arm in a sling. He's like, just like in front of everyone. It's like <laughs> taking a, a slam from the flask what, there. What would you do if. Corey made a face and Greg turned to her and said, it's medicinal. Mm-hmm. I feel Did like you he lose it. Give some to Corey, you know? Yeah. So Tabby needing to be that guy at every party. Mm. I hate this. Ask what everyone's favorite Christmas movie is. Hers is gremlins. Kelly's is home alone. Noah's is home alone too. Imogen's Muppet home family alone Christmas. Too. Come on, Noah. You can do better. Well, Noah's just phoning it in. Yeah. Mouse is the nightmare before Christmas. That's cliche. Oh, by Fair. the way, Sean is here. And it's like, I guess Sean is cured of his addiction to steroids or whatever. Because it'll never be brought up again. So of my, my number two choice for the most successful solo sinner storyline. It's not Noah's. Mm-hmm. Because her storylines are entirely about her mom's addiction and then potentially her boyfriend's addiction. That's not a solo storyline for her. That's not good enough. Yeah. But yeah, so Farron's is love actually. Sean is diehard, which is the great answer back in 2017, would, Sean. Would Farron like love actually from everything we've seen about no, Farron? No, no, she'd fucking hate love actually. There's got to be some like, like, uh, ballerina christmas movie or something right like yeah, I don't know. or yeah. like the christmas prince or whatever those like weird eye zombie chick uh movies where yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah, gotta yeah, be yeah. some other movie the, the one of vanessa Ashley. hudgens yeah 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 there's something but like i feel like sean's like die hard everybody what's up and they're like oh no 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 no, no. sorry sean main characters only on the tabby is just like very much approving because like of course, like a film nerd person is going to be like, ah, yes, the unconventional Christmas movie pick. We Which is the, it's the most fucking obvious answer yeah. that people have made in the last five years. So Noah's mom, ever the fucking downer, interrupts us. I'm about to go to rehab, y'all. Yeah. She wanted to spend the holidays with Noah first, which, you know, it's not like Christmas is a triggering holiday for people mm-hmm. at all. Oh, do you remember back when they would do the PSAs on Conan, like old school Conan? And it's just like yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's christmas times are hard family stress you need a little relief from all this pain i'm not talking about alcohol i'm talking about pills and alcohol <laughs> you enjoy yourself <laughs> yeah so yeah. noah's so proud of her mom and all Ellie, the other moms are ba- like elodie's like oh you can stay with us and no and no like, like nope <laughs> yeah and then i think uh sharon leal's like oh you can stay with us and then like Corey Brian is like, oh, we'll take care of her. And like, oh, by the way, it looks like I'm staying in Millwood permanently. Me and Zeke are an item again. He's like, hell yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Zeke is getting regularly late again. <laughs> Zeke doesn't have to work overtime at the mines anymore. So is she still a lawyer? Is she a local lawyer? I mean, I guess she's still a lawyer. I mean, you know, you don't stop being a lawyer. Like, is she like opening a, up the you know, like or something satellite office of Hastings and Hastings and Hastings and Hastings and this like two mule mill? What mill was it? Town? It was um, it was like Prescott and uh, two other horror movie references. I can't remember. But yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Henry says to Farron, 
that's going to make it hard for me to sneak into your room. Um, Elodie and her wife make an announcement that they're going to couples therapy next week. So no more motel for Elodie. The mouse is like me either. <laughs> and then Ash says, can we finally declare that mash is canon? And I just like want to jump out a window. I'm yeah. just like, fucking how dare you? Well, first of all, would you announce to your friends that you're going to couples therapy? That seems... Yeah, I know. It's like, we've got some awkward news too, guys. We're going to couples therapy. Most most couples don't announce when they've had some issues behind behind doors. But also, it's like, you two are canoodling on the couch. We yeah. got it. We you got don't really it. need to say anything. Yeah, yeah we, we, we got it. You're, you're on some kind of road to repair. But Ash, the fuck are you doing? Also, when Mouse is like, me either, for the motel... Everyone else assumes that she's no longer visiting her mother who's staying at the motel because no one else knows what the fuck she's been up to with Steve or any of that. <laughs> it's like shot where like they're all kissing their significant others. And it's like, oh, there's Greg kissing Kelly. Why is Kelly there? Like Kelly's mom, I don't think is there. Uh, she is, I think. Is I she? think she is. Yeah. yeah. But like Greg is like, hell yeah. I get to like still have sex with this girl who looks like my dead girlfriend. And Kelly's like, hell yeah. I get some jock dick. Yeah. We're happy too, guys. Merry Christmas. And meanwhile, Kelly's mom is like, I have tasted blood and I liked it. <laughs> yeah, so everyone kisses. It's it's ridiculous. And Imogen and Tabby, because the show is a bunch of cowards, they just rest their heads on each other instead mm-hmm. of kissing. I guess there's like a whole contingent of like Imogen Tabby shippers out there, which like I'm not against it, but I can't say I've really been feeling not, that sort not, of vibe. Not at all. found in the text. Yeah. But but at this moment though, if this the tee up, I was like. Let them kiss each other on the cheek or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so later in Tabby's murky fucking it's like, Sorry, girls. Your uh, you know, love interest turned out to be your rapist. So you don't have anyone to make out with in this episode. Yeah. yeah. So in Tabby's murky fucking kitchen, like Corey and Sharon Lee are meeting of Tabby and Imogen. We discover that Chip is already back at home. His parents made bail. He's home for the holidays. So Tabby and Imogen announce that they want to press charges. Well, it's like, well, of course. Like, why would he be in jail then if you weren't? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is it is a thing to like decide that you really want to press charges because then you have to deal with the trial. You know, like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a decision to make for sure. You know, yeah, yeah, it, it is. But Corey says it won't be easy. But she knows some lawyers who work pro bono and she'll help out. And Sharon Leal says anything and everything to put this nightmare behind us. Which I get this. I, this show is trying to have this like two ways thing where it's like. We need to keep talking about these issues so they're not in the quiet and, you know, like we're all getting me too But it's like, it's also like, well, let's put it all behind us and like not actually talk about it. And then and then they just take a, a massive dump all over everything they tried to do to like, you know, have like serious discussions about these issues because, hey, there's going to yep. be this adoptive yep. family. You know who they are? It's Arya and Ezra Fitz, guys. Gross. Like, what are you doing? Like, I, I know this is like, like everybody, like, just like Reddit exploded over this when this happened. Cause like, what you've, you've done all this work to be like, we're totally like pro, you know, victim survivor, like anti-grooming, anti-rapist. And then by the way, Ezra Fitz is going to adopt your baby. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Why, why yeah. even go there? Like, if you really wanted to go there, say it's like, like Caleb's and Hannah's are yeah. going to adopt it. You know what I mean? Like, what are Mona. you doing? Or Sure, Mona. Yeah, Mona's gonna be a single mom. Mm-hmm. But no, like, wh- why do you go with Arya and Ezra? That's so. 
I, the only reason I can think of is they're like, maybe we can get Lucy Hale back. That's the only yeah. thing that makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah. But like, why would you bring Ezra up? You were, well, you, it, you were doing so well to like try to, you know, quote unquote, like right the wrongs of the other PLL show. And then you're just like, yeah, Ezra is totally going to adopt this baby. Yeah. Well, because they thought they were teed up because Ari announced in the finale that she couldn't have children biologically. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, this is, this is, it's disgusting. Like it's, you could have just said, oh, like it's a recently divorced, you know, woman named Aria Montgomery or something. You know? Yeah. Like at least I would have been like, hell yeah. But no, no, we got to include Ezra. Well, like, whatever. I don't want to give the show tips, yeah. but it's like season two should start with like Imogen being like, your mom convinced me to hire a private eye just to make sure the baby would be okay. And I got the report back on the, the potential new dad. No, that's a no. <laughs> that's a pass. That's a real pass. It's just weird. Like the show has gone like bent over backwards to kind of like signal their virtue, you know, about these topics and like, Oh, we're calling Wes out as a groomer. And, you know, we're kind of like showing, you know, that like, we're going to like, you know, stick it to these like rapists and whatnot. But then like, Hey, isn't it a happy ending that Arya and Ezra are going to adopt this baby? Like, wait, what? Like Ezra fits. Yeah. The, yeah, was, yeah, so the young woman who survived sexual violence is going to give her a baby to a couple that started with abuses of power in a teacher-student relationship. Mm-hmm. It's delightful. Also, I think they're why... both writers, and one owns a bookshop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and Tabby's like, oh, I've been to that bookshop. It's a shithole. Mm-hmm. Also, wouldn't it have come up that like they adapted his one gross book about his like missing ex-girlfriend? Ezra. Yeah. It was, it was in a film directed by Chad Lowe, the maestro. <laughs> Um, so Tabby wonders what Imogen's newly activated mother's intuition says. Is this over? Is there a sequel in the offering? And Imogen looks at the window wistfully and says, it's over. And it's like HBO Max. Please, please, please. Can it be over? They, they, they let you out guilt free. But no, we've got, it's not even like a post credit stinger. It's just after that we cut, you know, we're like looking through them out the window as it says it's over and then cut to some nurse in this incredibly dark hospital. Yeah. Uh, who's like wheeling a cart in and she looks up oh god like uh, Tom Bleasy's been like stabbed in the stomach or whatever I guess he's dead and then and maybe the, even the dick yeah there's also a security guard who appears to have his like throat slit and he's on he's dead on the ground because you know like the A got away like his bed's empty yeah and then cut to Chip like randomly answering his door on Christmas night and like oh no it's A there and he's like getting stabbed by uh, or Chip's getting stabbed by A and then cut the credits Oh. Yay. It's fucking over. A. This was bad. Yeah. It's whole show's trash. Um here's the thing. I think like we've 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 been to this point a couple times now. I wanna say, I really want to say not talking about this show in season two, but quite frankly, folks, we might have another book coming out then. You know, if they can give me 18 months, you know, that's usually about how long it takes me to write a book, so if they could just stretch it out a little, maybe we'll do season two. I'll tell you this, though. The moment by episode three of season two that Imogen has to go visit Principal Clanton in jail to, like, get some Hannibal Lecter, like, wisdom from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just... Or Chip. Oh, no, wait, Chip's dead. Yeah, that's right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn into Rose Waters. I mean, maybe if they just, like, fired the entire writing staff, that would be interesting, you know? A lot could happen. Mm-hmm. Bringing a new showrunner. Yeah. Maybe Riverdale guy's too busy. Well, no, because Riverdale's over. So, uh, whatever. 
Did you did you read what the premiere of the new season of Riverdale will be called? No, I did not. Don't worry, darling. Really, really jumping on the uh, yeah, yeah pulse yeah. of uh, you know the zeitgeist there. I I is is Jughead gonna spit on Archie? <laughs> I guess Jughead would be the Harry Styles of that show. You know, like what the twist of that is, right? Uh, no, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Well, guys, I'm about to spoil. Don't worry, darling. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. No. Are you serious? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Are you, are you fucking kidding my, me? I take my Florence Pugh movies very seriously. Dude. You, you can tweet about You don't need to see this movie. Oh, Trust I, me. I, I, I need to see this movie. I, need I mean, to it may tell not you. be in theaters. I it need to tell you on the air. This is good radio. Is this is something about like a podcast or something? There's a podcast involved. Is it like a simulation? It's basically, you remember that movie of- Serenity, right? Oh, shit. Yeah, it's they're in like the metaverse designed by some Jordan Peterson dude. No, uh, that's about right. Chris Pine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about right. That's probably pretty obvious. Um, what if the contest you win and you have to come on and talk about Serenity with us, the Matthew McConaughey movie? Did, not did we do that movie already? I, I don't think remember. we did. I, I feel did like we? We, maybe we did. I don't know. That movie is something. I feel like if you, the screenwriter, if your twist is ever, it's all a video game. Maybe try harder. You know, maybe maybe put that one in your your pocket and try something else. <laughs> the video game written by your son, who wrote a video mm-hmm. game in which mom and dad get back together and have some dirty sex. <laughs> no, it's it's like in the real world, Florence Pugh. I'm totally spoiling. Sorry, but you don't need to see this movie. Florence Pugh and Harry Styles are married, but it's kind of like a shitty relationship where she's working at like the hospital all night and like double shifts and he's just kind of like this loser who plays video games and listens to this like podcast by this Chris Pine guy and mm-hmm. so like he like I don't know at some point bonks her on the head and like puts some goggles on her and like drugs her so she's just in this metaverse where they can be like this happy couple in like the, the 1950s or whatever mm, that's pretty foul yeah and, and then all the women get Stepford wiped yeah but it's it's all fake basically you know mm. Very deep. Anyway, uh, well, is there anything else think, we need to cover here? To think that there's no purpose. So don't worry, darling. Mm-hmm. That's brutal. I mean, I from the reviews I've read, it's like Florence Pugh is definitely trying her hardest, but it's not even really a showcase for her. You guys, I made it mm-hmm. through ten episodes of this show, and mm-hmm. this is my reward. That's right. That's right. In your fucking face. So what are we doing for this contest again? For hashtag people? Um, is there, I mean, hashtag trouble takes a holiday. Mm. But, you know, email us, tweet at us, Instagram DM us, pictures of your copy of the book or pictures of the review you left. And I'm not opposed to you posting your own Instagram posts as long as you're not like private. If you want to hashtag it, sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, if get, you're it's got to spread the word you're private good for you no one will mm-hmm. see that yeah um i don't know yeah and then uh we're almost on a f- book one of our neil stevenson podcast that's right we have yeah. like three more episodes to go maybe on that um we'll be back to do revenge with somebody um and then maybe we'll we'll maybe we'll pick another you know one or two to like do some other pll commentary pod or 
do a headcanon. I don't know. We, we're, we're due for headcanon. I mean, I'd like to take a little bit of a podcasting break, but hell yeah. I'd like to get back to headcanon, you know. Ask yourself, though, if you want to do Revenge with us. Mm-hmm. Um, Trouble Always Finds Me is the book. Book three in the Trouble Girl Detective Mystery Series. Go to my name is trouble.com to learn more. You can get an ebook, you can get it in paperback, you can get it in hardcover. It's all available now. Um, I think that's it. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? Uh, I fucking hated this, guys. Yeah, this was um, like I fucking days. hated it. Yeah. This, this was a bad the show. worst. This was the worst. Mm-hmm. I hated this show. I did not enjoy myself. I hope everyone one enjoyed us going through this pain. Um, I don't look forward to more episodes of the show. I wish it would have been canceled. Not that I want people to lose their jobs, but I just, I don't think it's a very good show. And I feel like the people in the show who are talented deserve to be doing other things in this show. Yeah. That said, I don't think it's remotely likely, but I would love to do interview podcasts with, certain actors on the show i'd love to hear their perspectives I mean, about it awkward wouldn't it but i think there's been actors we've so we fucking praised. hated your show would you like to talk about it yeah hell yeah it's mm-hmm. kind of gone i mean the door's always still open for keegan allen to punch us in the face i, mean, I wish for charity <laughs> do you think they tried to get keegan on the show and he's just like pass i'm on walker now bitches i read the script it was trash Oh my god! I mean, we were we were so locked that Lucas was going to be in the show. <laughs> I mean, they basically had him in the show. That like weird Lucas clone who was the receptionist. I don't know. Do oh, we... but I mean, I mean, honestly, Chip is kind of Lucas. Mean ish, like original little, Lucas. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. by the way, that reminds me. Uh, we've had a couple of requests to do like a podcast. It's like a recap of Trouble. Do we want to do that? because uh, you know I've, it's been two books so far people might not have read them in a while yeah i feel weird about doing that one for people who aren't going to read the books though. yeah but, i mean you know. down the road in like six months if we do like a q a maybe six months wow okay i don't know and i would like to do some sort of follow-up where you talk about trouble maybe do like a q a pod it's been a while since we did one of those but like want to give people time to read you know yeah. so like this would be definitely like a maybe a month later at the at this would be like after a cycle of like contest people i think mm-hmm. i want to i want to really get a sense that people have read it too mm-hmm. um so yeah the people send can. us your pictures of the books leave reviews reviews are like fucking heroin to me you know like you think about like the dopamine you get when somebody like likes a tweet that you made like getting a getting a star rating reviews like a hundred times that, and then like getting like a review where they actually talk about it, you know, like like text, you know, and not just a star rating. That's like pure heroin for JT. So feed the, feed that beast. He's mm-hmm. he's saying he's an addict and he wants you to enable him. Yeah, yeah, make it weird. I just want somebody to say, "Hey, I noticed what you did here." That's all I'm asking for. All right, I hated this. It's over. We'll be back in a few weeks, probably. Um, I don't know. Do we have a deadline? Let's say by like um, October 20th. You have that long. To, wow. What? October 20th. Yeah. You know, just a random date I picked out. That's of the head. random date you picked up. That's right. Not even an ego narcissistic <laughs> trip whatsoever. Not at all. You know, Midnight's comes out on the 21st. 
Happy birthday to JT. Yeah, I feel like that's that's more than you deserve. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to talk to somebody about the uh, the little Instagram stories track reveals that she's doing. I find that so weird and fascinating. Have you been watching this? I watch a couple of them. What does it mean when she holds the phone? The phone down. upside down. Yes. Yeah. What does that mean? Yes. <laughs> I'm dying to know. Anyway, we're 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 done. We're rambling. Bye. Peace out. Thanks, guys.